0: hello this is heather hilda darling on today's show let's talk property and on today's show latest figures reveal that property hits the news again with lockdown sparking a boom in hove improvements my special guest today interiors expert and instagram influencer is lisa dawson hello lisa hello how are you I'm fine, thank you. Well, this is rather pertinent because obviously you're you're quite a hit on Instagram. So (laughs) I ran a a poll on Instagram myself this morning asking the people, the good people of Brighton and Hove, whether they were planning an extension or home improvements in 2020. And the results, yes, the results so far, 70% said yes and 30% have said no. That's
1: amazing. It isn't is, it? isn't
0: it? Yeah. So yeah. I, don't, I don't suppose this comes as any surprise to you, as latest research tells us 60,000 Brits plan to extend.
1: I know. It's madness. And that was over the 13 weeks of lockdown. So um, that's unbelievably 1.5 million square meters of extra space Mm. Mm. which is significant but I think that what we found was I especially I found on Instagram is that so many people attacked those home projects that they were unable to attack you know prior to lockdown um so many people who uh you know generally work in an office and were then confined to home looked around I think looked around their spaces and realized what they could do um And it's actually given us a really renewed love of our spaces and our homes, I think.
0: I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the the portals are all telling us that everybody's looking for more space and looking returning to the countryside. Um, And obviously, I know that you have moved, you moved nine times in 14 years.
1: That must have been (laughs) something quite (laughs) horrendous. I did indeed we've been in this house now for five years and I don't have any intention to move at the moment so it's your forever home then it is, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well,
0: I think I'm suffering from extension exhaustion because we started um, an extension on our property last July, and it is mm. still ongoing. Obviously, it's, there's been difficulty getting hold of materials, etc. Oh, of
1: course. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but why do you think lockdown has had such a profound effect on homeowners? thinking about extending or doing home improvements I mean there can be a lot of disagreements over these subjects can't there
1: yes I mean I think there's several ways of, of it, you know of, of making the most of your home extensions and uh, you know obviously can be quite costly but I think it's worth looking at what it's going to do to your home and a lot of us are very sentimental about our homes you know we love where we live and we don't necessarily want to move but we're maybe just lacking in a bit of space so um before lockdown actually i extended um or i took my garage and i had it converted into a annex um which in in order to do so i extended my mortgage by a small amount but as a long i looked at it as a long-term perspective whereby in the long term I'm not intending to move I really love my home so it's added it's it's an added investment in my home and I think a lot of people are thinking about it like that but if you haven't got you know if you're not looking at doing an actual big renovation project there's plenty of other ways that you can add you know make your home feel better and nicer and a more comfortable space to be in um on my blog I talk a lot about shopping your home so moving the furniture around it sounds such a simple thing but it's so easy just to get stuck in that rut of just you know having a room looking the same for a long time just refreshing it with a coat of paint or swapping the furniture around just those changes are often enough to make that space feel more comfortable without having to do anything major
0: yeah i agree i mean i'm a bit of a cushions person i love cushions don't we Um... all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but when you you realise they were the trend colour of five years ago, you think, I better do something about this now. Um, yeah. but can I ask you, you know, when you sort of, you're starting out in life and maybe you've moved into a small property and perhaps you've got a... Um, another baby on the way and you think i need a second bedroom um Mm. you don't often think that second bedroom may have to become if you're staying there in your this forever home of yours that eventually Mm. that might have to become something else like a downstairs bedroom for maybe an elderly parent who comes to stay or you know so how how do people set about or how should they set about planning their extension should they be looking in five-year periods or should they be looking actually 25
1: to 30 years forward I think a lot of that depends on their finances as well Um, I suppose if you it's very difficult to tell as well if it is your forever home it's difficult to make those decisions and some of them are quite costly so I would think carefully I would probably look for the next five years that's not really yeah I would probably look five years ahead if I was planning something to do in my house for sure, um, but obviously a lot of it depends on on um, finances and and, costly and how costly it will be. But uh, I know that during over lockdown, especially because people have been working from home, they have reassessed what they use the rooms in their house for, and realised that they've got a spare bedroom that someone only stays in twice a year, and Mm. actually it could be utilised in a much more sensible fashion um, as an office or as a you know a, um, a children's room or you know whatever. I think we're just being more sensible and being more. We're planning what we're using our our houses for. You know whether even whether that be putting a desk, you know, opening up the understairs cupboard and putting a desk in there to make an an office. You know, there's plenty that we can do without having to go the whole hog. Well, that's why we need people
0: like yourself, interiors experts, who can show us perhaps little corners where we could put, um, you know, a, a computer desk or something that we hadn't even considered before. Um, mm. And But it's actually thinking about things long term. How does it fit in with all the family? Um, yeah. you know, how long are we going to have to live like this? Because the first place, I suppose, to start planning is how much is it going to cost us with budgets as you say getting your finance ready how long is it going to take and how long are we going to be completely in disruption um you
1: know some of these extensions can take a long time they can and there's several things that you can do um you know without having to uh without, without having to go the whole hog if it's not possible so what I what I generally tend to do in my house is every the beginning of every year I will set a future plan of action I call it mm. and I go through my rooms and I write down what I want to change or you know projects and it can be anything from you know putting a new bathroom into painting a wall you know it can be anything and then what I do is over the course of that year as and when I see things if they're in the sale or if I go to you know the local DIY store and uh, you know by the till i'll pick them up tick them off my list and then they're there ready to go and what that does is that spreads the cost of the changes that i want to make in my house over the course of that year over you know a longer period of time which is easy but i mean if you were setting a budget i think the recommendation is is that you set a contingency of 10 percent, don't you so you if you're working out how much it's going to cost then you have a contingency of 10 percent to make sure that you can cover it
0: absolutely and of course we can never really be um assured of what weather we're going to have so that can add delays oh my goodness, it's no. that's so
1: true it's like <laughs> yeah. autumn now honestly. i know
0: i know so i really think you know you sort of um doing extensions and home improvement should almost have a warning label on them danger ahead so if you don't plan it not only might you disagree with your partner about uh paint colors and door handles and wallpaper coverings i mean if you've not been used to doing diy and you know my my generation used to do a lot of our own painting and decorating and wallpapering Mm -hmm. not always successfully but it could be spelling disaster ahead couldn't it
1: Well I mean also another thing that I recommend is to do a mood board which sounds like it's really really complicated but actually it's not Um, and you you can do it on Pinterest you just set up a board and add in all your ideas and um, if you have that to start with I do that before I plan any room or anything that I'm doing is I do a mood board looking at what I want to to put in it and if you have a partner who disagrees I agree that can be a bit of a a trauma you try doing children's bedrooms I tell you when you've got two boys <laughs> that was a nightmare obviously I had some very stylish ideas but they wanted astroturf floors so they did not get them but it's, it's putting it all onto a mood board enables you to look at it and to show you the rest of your family or your team of what you're doing um and get their agreement so that's one way of um of pulling them into your ideas but yes there's a and lot I, 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 I Yes, I love the idea of mood boards,
0: but some people might think it's sort of agree, disagree, strongly disagree along the mood board. But what you're talking about are the little maybe cutouts of things that you've seen on Instagram or any of the other social media. Absolutely.
1: Just bits and pieces. Pinterest is absolutely fantastic for inspiration. Instagram is amazing. It has a huge um, interiors community. Yeah. Um, there's a hashtag on there that I set up with my friend many years ago called my home vibe, which gives, which is basically people posting their houses and it's great to look at to get inspiration and see what everyone else is doing. Cause there'll always be someone on there who's got a similar home to you, who's done something really exciting in it. So it's excellent for inspiration
0: yeah i think the other good idea um, is going around perhaps any show homes that are in your area because you'll see the latest trends generally um and you know just getting ideas about how things look together and trends come and go and some are sort of they last longer than others don't they um yeah i would like to ask you um should you start inside the house or outside so say for example we had a long hot summer this year uh weather was fantastic and i'm sure a lot of people were thinking about gardening Um, but if you do your garden and then you come inside oh my goodness the 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 stuff that can get traipsed through the house etc so would you suggest moving outside in or inside
1: out Oh, well, I personally, the minute that lockdown hit, I was straight out in my garden, mostly because it's an extra space. So that was the first place that I went to was outside. So Mm -hmm. I painted the walls, I read the borders, I, um, you know, trailed some plants, that was the first place I went. So and also if you're looking, you know, from how your house looks perspective, it's nice to get, you know, the front door painted, and it's just a lick of paint, but it can make a real difference to the way that people view your house from the outside. So I'm, I'm quite a fan, especially during the nice weather. I mean, obviously, if it was pouring with rain, then you would have to hold back and stay indoors. But if, if the weather is good, as it has been over lockdown, then I absolutely would have suggested going out and doing your garden. And because what you're doing is adding in extra space, you're giving yourself an extra space.
0: Oh, wonderful! Right, so just to finish off, Lisa, if you wouldn't mind giving me your three top ten- takeaways if you're planning home improvements or an extension just the three things you should really
1: concentrate on first Uh, first of all i would find your style so make sure you know what style you're going to go go for so have a look on all the inspiration boards and pinterest um, and see what you love and and do a plan of what you want to do Um, then Look up. Think about the things that you love. So, if you love textures, or you know you're into, um, you want a concrete floor. Or do you want a tile floor? Plan all those things out in advance, especially if you want to fit it into your budget. Um, and also, don't rush it. Never rush anything when it comes to your home. Um, do it, add pieces carefully. Although uh, going out and saying, I need to buy a coffee table is never the right way to find a coffee table that you actually really love. Um, (laughs) it's much better when you can happen upon it. So it doesn't matter if you have spaces in your outside, in your, in in your, um, in your home, fill them with a plant, stick a plant there until you found what you really love, but don't ever buy on impulse. Always, always go and look for what, you know, something that really sings to you. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you.
0: It's been great talking to you today, Lisa. Thank you so much for your insights and do
1: enjoy the rest of your day. Super. Thank you. And you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.